0: we're in a time of suddenly you're holding a grudge against someone or you're mad with someone or you have you and your feelings about someone and suddenly something happens it's too late to go and tell them that you love them Greetings, beautiful people. Welcome to Be Speaks Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lanice Bias. You know, every week I greet you with greetings, beautiful people, and it is because you're beautiful. I came across a poem recently, and this little poem is why I called you beautiful. It was written in a little reader. It's an old, old, old poem. And it was written in a little reading book that people used for generations. And so many people memorized it. And it's called Beautiful. But before I recite it, Socrates believed beauty is a thing that slips in and permeates our souls. So we work so hard on beauty on the outside, but speaks wants to awaken the beauty within you. So I'll read this little poem. Beautiful faces are they that wear the light of a pleasant spirit there beautiful hands are they that do deeds that are noble good and true beautiful feet are they that go swiftly to lighten another's woe isn't that beautiful that's a beautiful little poem just reminding us of the inner beauty that all of us have within us today and that's why we are here at bee speaks to awaken the beauty within you and to help you take life's lemons and make lemonade. So we're so happy to have you with us this week, beautiful people. You remember Be Speaks brings messages of hope and encouragement in these difficult times. Our theme has been for the last eight eight weeks is taking those life's lemons and turning them into lemonade. Last week's episode, we talked about endurance and the ability to withstand stress and hardship. And we said, don't throw in the towel and don't be overcome by conditions and expectations. Keep it moving. We talked about life bringing us tests that help to develop our character, our moral conduct and our personal development. And we discovered that our personal development is self-discovery finding out that we have unused strength and courage and wisdom within us that is awaiting to be awakened we also talked about being our own first responder our own rescuer and we said that being our own first responder is so important because so many people are going through the same thing you don't have anyone that can come Right in and just assist you and make things better and we said hope is alive and well and we remember the prayer of serenity so this week we will talk about the process of managing our anger and unforgiveness in these times now now you know these are layered and very heavy 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 topics and they're too heavy to tackle it just at one time, all of the layers that are involved. So I just want to give you just a few encouraging tips on how to try to manage your anger and your unforgiveness and in the manner that I had to do it. Because remember, I went through some hard times and Please understand, I have chosen these two topics because you matter to me. You're beautiful people. Your life matters and how you live matters. This is what's important to me. I desire the best for you. I have been in your shoes before, hopeless and in despair. I want to encourage and motivate you to take this anger and unforgiveness and make lemonade. I have been there. Listen how I had to manage my anger and learn to forgive. Tears, tears, and more tears, mad about my life, mad about having to bury my two beautiful sons, but God gave me the strength to endure so that I could encourage you. So everything that I went through was to birth a mission in me in these days and times to tell you that you can make it. You can make it. You can make it. So we're going to move on. Look at the anger that you have today over situations that you have no control over. Anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. The anger that I will talk about today is our new norm. We are laboring under dark clouds of despair and uncertainty. We want someone to give us answers and to make things right. There may be multiple things that you are angry about. Health, relationship, death, rejections, overlooked for promotions, no work, just sick and tired of being sick and tired what do i do with the anger internalizing anger and feeding it will give you health problems and that's my focus today just for a moment how you respond to anger affects your health and your immune system high blood pressure so many people today are on all types of meds because of stress and anger Anger eats away at your immune system. Whatever we feel emotionally, we're downloading it and internalizing it within us. It is an energy that will eat away at your very being. Headaches. How many people have you heard that said, I have a headache. You hear everyone, I have a headache. I have a headache. I have a headache. headache." Headaches, where do they come from? unmanaged anger too much on your mind upset about so many things and still trying to press forward high cholesterol chronic pain how many people do you see with so many joint problems today Uh, arthritis bursitis i mean all of this believe me can come from anger, just being angry, stomach problems, people having problems with digesting their food, anger, muscle and pain and joint problems, and this is the big one, early death. Yes, anger will take you out, not necessarily what you would do to someone else, but if your anger is not managed properly, it will cause you to leave this earth early. Life seems so burdensome and so heavy, we must lighten our emotional loads. Stress and anger both work hand in hand for your well being. The first thing you have to realize in everything that you're dealing with today, everything that you're dealing with today, is you have to take good care of yourself. We spoke in other episodes that conditions and expectations are not going to change. You have to change yourself to adapt to the new conditions and the expectations that you had. First things first, taking good care of yourself and understanding that stress contributes to anger. There are six different types of stress that I want to go through very quickly and anger. The first is anticipatory stress and anger. Anticipatory anger that we have people dealing with and what they're so stressed out about is about the future. That's anticipatory. We're not even into the election. We're not into tomorrow but people are already angry about what may happen in the future. Chronic stress, chronic anger. Chronic anger are some of the things that I called out earlier in terms of your health, loss of work, illness, deaths, just so much going on. That's a chronic anger, chronic stress. And then we have the situational stress and anger. What is that? You've already upset about the future. You're already dealing with hard things right there on your plate in your lap. And now a situation comes up. Something as simple as distance learning. You're at home trying to work remotely from your job and your, pro- your child has a problem with their laptop. They can't get Zoom to come into something. So we're having to multitask and so many different things are happening in our new spaces. We don't know what to do. So there's anger about that situational stress and anger, a flat tire, situational uh, uh, stress. Um, Somebody needs a report right now, or someone you were depending on can't show up to help you with whatever task that you have. So much situational stress and anger. Residual stress and anger. What is residual anger and stress? That is the stress from the past, the anger from the past. People still mad about things from the past. we said in earlier episodes, the past is gone. You can't go back and manage it. The only thing you can manage is how you're responding to it today. Residual, going back, thinking old thoughts, mad with people that, that are dead and gone and still carrying that anger. You have to let it go. You have to manage it. Now, this is a big one projectile stress and anger. Now what is projectile stress? Projectile means it has a target and you know today people can be very mean and say all types of things so it's a a projected it's a projected anger. Somebody deliberately does something to make you angry, to set you off somebody deliberately does something that they know that will upset you or try to upset you to cause stress. These are the angers we have to deal with. So when we have anticipatory anger and stress, chronic anger and stress, situational anger and stress, and residual stress and anger, projectile stress and anger, what is the sixth stress and anger? mismanaged. Whenever you do not try to manage knowing that you cannot go into the future and finding peace in that, working your way through the chronic stress and anger, knowing that when we get up in the morning, we can't say, oh, this is going to be a perfect day. We have to prepare ourselves that something may come up that we may have to deal with. That's called light, and we'll get to one point that I want to make about that in a moment. But the residual stress, the stress of the past. I could not be sitting here on this podcast if I had anger from the past. My two sons are dead. I stood on one son's grave, buried another, and have had to move forth. You only know about my two sons. <laughs> it has not been... Uh, a, a picnic living this life to get where I am today. So the stress and the anger of the past destroys. Chronic stress and anger ongoing, unmanaged destroys. Anticipatory stress about the future, it destroys. Always upset, never calm, never peaceful. But we just said that you're beautiful people. And so we want to awaken the beauty within you. Anger is a natural emotion, like happiness and joy and sadness and grief. It is an emotion. It comes with life. It's not going anywhere. We have to learn to manage it. Remember, we have to take responsibility and take ownership to manage and seek out the tools and resources to help us with our anger. Don't sit there, keep eating the plates off of the plate of sorrow every day and piling more anger and more anger and listening to the same thing over and over and over again, or feeding on it, feeding on the thing that has you so mad. You have to take control of your life and find the resources and the tools to help you manage your anger because why you're beautiful people and we're taking our life's lemons and making lemonade you will have to be your own first responder remember i said that you have to be your own first responder dealing with your anger because it's on the inside you have the power within you to manage your anger. No one is going, there are resources there, but you have to take the initiative to search out the tools and resources to help you with your anger. You are the new 911, the new now, rescuing yourself. First things first, taking good care of yourself. Why do I say that? Because if the blind lead the blind, they both fall in a ditch. If a blind parent leads a blind child, they both fall in a ditch. If a blind leader is trying to lead others and doesn't see where he's going, they fall in a ditch. You're blind, you're blind. So to have our thought processes illuminated and stimulated to a more excellent way to the beauty that is within us, we have to take responsibility over ourselves. No one came and waved the magic wand over my head and said, ooh, Lonnie, everything is gone away. No, Lonnie's had to work. And I praise God today for the strength that he has given me to endure this journey to this point. I have taken the ashes of life and turned them into beauty. And so can you. You matter. You matter. We have to use new responses to our new now. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. We have new pain, new disappointments, but we also have new hopes. The new nouns have placed us in a position where we are being forced to be our own first responder. When you're responding to anger, these are a few tips that I wanted to leave with you. Don't let anger control you, you control your anger. Anger is dangerous, stay out of harm's way. Anger is a natural emotion, but out of control, it can be dangerous to your health and to others. You don't have to be on every ship that sails and having an opinion about everything. I put this tip here because today via social media and in conversations, you can just go out and uh, just at a social event and everybody has an opinion about everything. And when people come together and opinions differ, people get angry because someone doesn't agree with them. Come on, you don't have to be uh, on every ship that sails. Opinions are like noses. Everybody has one. You know what I mean? Stop being so upset because people don't agree with you. You have your own opinion. If I set Uh, a table here. If, If we sit at a conference table and I put 20 people at that table and bring up one subject, 20 people will have their own opinion about the subject. Does that mean that I'm mad with this one or mad with that one because they don't agree with me? No, to each his own. We are all unique and fearfully and wonderfully made. No one has a set of uh, pupils and their eyes like us, or fingerprints. We're unique, we're different. And the diversity of our differences is what makes us so rich, when we can take from each other what we need to make the whole. If someone has made you angry, I truly believe if people really knew better, they would do better. People can make us angry, and that's a normal thing. We can get angry, but don't own it. Don't own the anger and take that garment of anger on. You're mad with this person, and you put that garment on. You're mad, and then somebody else makes you mad, and you go put another one on, and you keep layering this anger, this anger, this anger. I really believe if people knew better, they would do better. People come from different frames of references. They're not going to do everything the way we think it should be done. But we have to manage ourselves to adapt and deal with the situations that will cause us to be angry. Self-talk, talking to yourself talking to yourself. And sometimes you don't have to say it out loud. You just say, I've done it to myself. Okay, okay, Lonnie's, you know, just let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. And I have had so many occasions to be angry just before I was about to give a speech, a presentation. Somebody came and said something or did something that I was not expecting. I had to put it away and move forward in what my purpose was, to give the message. We have the power to do this. Express your anger in the right way, if it is all possible. As I said, uh, anger is a normal emotion. We have to learn how to manage it. Just like you don't see anybody laughing as an emotion. (laughs) You don't see anybody laughing all the time. You don't see people crying all of the time. All of these are emotions. You have to manage it. And anger is just as important in these days. Deep breathing helps. Physical activities. And I want to tell you, this deep breathing, taking a deep breath, a deep breath really helps. And maybe counting to 10, just to calm yourself down and just to do self-talk and to try to express your anger in the right way and physical activities physical activities you see a lot of people well not now because of COVID but you see a lot of people running and jogging now you don't see quite as many people in the gyms at this present time but physical activity exercise will help your mood doing something that you like finding a, a, a comedy or a something to make you laugh a, a cheerful heart is good medicine but but anger dries up the bones dries up the bones dries up the bones gardening and even seeking out a therapist someone and sometimes we don't need a professional person if we have someone i have a couple of good friends that are real good listeners that have been a part of my support system that have helped me through. Sometimes you don't need people to say anything. You just need them to just be good listeners. And when you're helping people with their anger, be there as part of their support system and have them rethink and reevaluate. Is it really, really all that important? Because we have to help one another. So. Just reach out, try to take care of yourself so that you can help others. And as I said before, if the blind lead the blind, they both fall in a ditch. Self-control is our power. You will have to identify the triggers for your anger and learn to manage them. Power, as I said before, is not going off and screaming and saying all types of things. Great power is resisting the temptation to go off. Manage your anger. You're beautiful people. There's so many resources and support systems out there to help you and tools, but you have the power to be the first responder. How do you be a first responder with your anger? You go out and you research and get what you need to preserve your life. And what does preserve mean? Preserve means to keep from decay. And what does decay mean? To decline from a healthy and a prosperous position. Come on, you're beautiful people. Take that lemon of anger and work with it. Our next thought for today is unforgiveness. And as I said before, I'm just skimming through, just giving you a couple of little tips. I'm not trying to uh, diagnose anyone or trying to give any medical advice to anyone. I'm just telling you how I got through. And when we deal with unforgiveness, unforgiveness is holding a grudge against someone or being unwilling to forgive. I want to talk to you about unforgiveness and anger because they go hand in hand. We have become an angry and an unforgiving culture. I can remember even in families where there is so much unforgiveness and so much anger. And I I share when I'm speaking about my two sons, I buried my two sons, my mother and my father. And I am so grateful that I let them know how much I valued and appreciated them and loved them all. I let them know how I felt about them because we're in a time of suddenly you're holding a grudge against someone or you're mad with someone or you have you and your feelings about someone and suddenly something happens. It's too late to go and tell them that you love them. You know, we, we have so much baggage, so much uh, stuff that we have picked up along life's journey, and some of it we're not even aware that we have picked this up. This is the time to love and to get in a touch and pay attention to your loved ones and to those that are in your realm of influence. Don't hold anger and unforgiveness. Don't hold grudges, let your loved ones and friends and co-workers even know how you feel about them. I heard someone say that holding a grudge or not forgiving someone was like you taking poison trying to hurt them. There you go again. Unforgiveness eats away at you like anger and stress. These are energies that are internalized that will make you sick. And you want to have your well-being. No, we said life is a bowl with lemon and honey in it. Sometimes it's sweet and sometimes it's bitter. But as we develop our our character and our personal development to have an abundant life and to be able to move forward in the midst of stress and hardship, we must be able to forgive. You have to. You can't hold it. You can't hold it. As I mentioned about anger and unforgiveness and bitterness, it hurts you. Bitterness eats you up. Bitterness, people can't sleep at night because of things from the past. Remember, you are your own first responder. And the first thing, being your own first responder and taking good care of yourself, learn to forgive yourself and stop beating yourself up over mistakes that you have made in life. I am not a perfect woman. I've made plenty of mistakes in life, but I had to forgive myself. And how did I forgive myself? Because I knew God forgave me. Some of the stupid things that we have done in life these are our lessons this is how you learn life is your textbook life experiences what was your takeaway you live and you learn you live and you learn what is your takeaway from your mistakes that's what develops your character that's what uh develop develops you personally what is your takeaway what did you learn? Not keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. What are your takeaways from your mistakes? With every goodbye in your life, you learn, you learn, you learn, and the goodbye are to the mistakes that you have made. What did you learn? That's the most important thing. It is a process forgiving the people that have caused you pain. I want to end with a story about myself. A few years ago, I was asked to participate in uh, with a group that I was not familiar with, um, with an event that they were putting on. And um, I didn't want to do it. And one of my girlfriends, one of my colleagues kept saying, I think you need to do this. This is what this group is doing. It's going to be fabulous. And I said, well, I don't know. I was hesitant to do it, but I gave in and I did it anyhow. And it was a successful program. It was beautiful. As I said before, I knew none of the people that were associated with the program. I was just prompted to go forth and do it. So I went ahead. At the conclusion of the program, I was approached by a woman that had on the same t-shirt that I had on. We were both a part of the same group. I did not know her. And she said, "I'm Dr. Bias, I enjoyed your presentation. I said, thank you so much. And She said, "Um, I don't know if you know it or not, but I am the sister of the man that murdered your son, Jay. And you say, what? Yeah, what? And I looked at her and I said, how are you doing? And she said, I'm doing well. I said, "How how is your mom? She said, my mom is here. And some of my other family members are right over there. And I said, let me get my handbag, let me go over and greet them. And I went over and I greeted her mom and I spoke to other relatives that were there. I was planning an event, I invited them. I'm telling you about the power of God and forgiveness. I am telling you, you have the beauty down within you. And I spoke to the family, invited them, to the event and was so glad to see them. And then I left. No bitterness, no hatred, no nothing. But look what may have helped the family when they saw that I was not angry with them. I understood that people would do better if they knew better. And the young man that took my son's life, his mother was not there. His family was not there. So why am I going to be bitter? Only God can heal that type of pain. And that's what I want for you beautiful people. The best is yet to come. Be strong and courageous and fear not because my God is with you none of us are perfect nobody has it all together we're all becoming and we're all a work in progress this is dr lanice bias signing off remember be strong and courageous fear not because my god is with you join us next week when we talk about building strong support systems you can follow me on my social media platforms facebook Instagram at BSpeaksLife. Speaks Life. My website, DrLaniceBias.com. Stay safe and stay strong and keep taking life's lemon and making delicious lemonade. The B Speaks Life podcast is a Heavenly Bee production. Music for the B Speaks Life podcast is provided by Box Cat Games and a song called Inspiration a Creative Commons license from the Free Music Archives.